Assalamualaikum, and we're back with another episode of Hijabi in the City with me, Sarah Hildebrand, and me, Hannah Ismail. Today we have a pretty cool topic, which mm-hmm. I think everyone relates to, and that is uh, having to do with social media. I feel like nowadays everybody is like so fixated and exposed to like social media and everyone's lives, and um, sometimes we kind of get lost into it. Yes, and I think uh, part of it also attributes to why people tend to lose more and more of their attention span oh when it comes God. to everything, be it learning, be it um, performing your ibadah, you know, oh, yeah. be it working, and also when you're around with your family and your friends. It's as if your body is there, but spiritually your soul is not there at all. Because you're so, like you said, fixated and attached to our phones and um, whatever the, the gadgets that we have. I want to read something from this article uh, from the internet Please. that uh, says that the average attention span is down from 12 seconds in the year 2000 to 8 seconds now. This article was written in 2018. So that is less than the 9 second attention span of your average goldfish. Oh my How gosh. How bad is that? That is really bad. We're yes. worse than goldfish. Matter of factly, if we look at it, if the fact that we're not present in the real world uh, somewhat affected a lot of our daily lives, such yeah, as performing ibadah, learning, you know, working, your time spent with your family and friends. It's as if your body is there, but your soul is nowhere to be found. That's true. I realize, like, you know, sometimes when we're hanging out, like with friends or family, everybody's just so, like, into their phones, and mm-hmm. we hardly even have conversations anymore. Mm-hmm. We hardly talk anymore. We hardly connect in that way anymore. And, like, sometimes it's just, you know, there's so much to be doing on the phones, not just social media, but like, you know, like games and stuff like that. Like people are just every second they can get, like when they're not doing anything else, they'll just turn to their phones immediately. Remember, like we used to play games like card yeah. games or we used to like actually be in conversations. But now it's just like, uh, for example, Raya, mm-hmm. everybody's like eating and after they salam and everything and everybody uh, after everything's done, everybody just starts to lounge on the couches with their phones and then that's it. Yeah. I think the trend and also the habit is quite worrying because I know I kind of miss the old times when phones or mobile phones is much less complicated mm-hmm. than it is now, much less savvy than it is now because I used to remember all my family members' phone numbers their office number. I can't remember anything now. You know, and now I cannot remember anything except for my parents' phone number. I don't even remember my siblings' phone number. Yeah. But right, they are my siblings. That's true. So I, I just felt that, you know what, this is very worrying. It's actually um, affecting my mind and the way my mind works and the way my mind thinks. I can just like easily shut down just like that. Oh my god, I you know. know. Like without, you just you just lose focus. Yes, and just shut down, you know? And like even though like people in front of me are telling me some things, I can just like oh, okay. Just like my response like okay and she or he will be okay with it. And that's just that. Yeah, and that's just that. And, and you don't even really know if you're like listening or not. Exactly. I mean, um, can you imagine if we are doing this um like normally, moreover, if we're actually performing our salah, that's the reason why sometimes we 
cannot do things right because spiritually we're not connected to anything not even our god that's true like i also feel like you know when when someone's attention span is so short you know like how are they supposed to like perform ibadah like in a deep way like how are you supposed to connect when you're like performing salah if you're like if your attention span is like super short and you're like anxious to like go and do something else and like yes. you get bored easily and i think nowadays that with the presence of phone i think you started you started to question people's near intention you yeah. know because when people say that they like to travel um well they travel for the sake of taking pictures Oh yeah, instead of really actually traveling and like um, yes. experiencing like, you know, their vacation. Yes. Because, you know, they just want to like, you know, yeah, this is, I go here and I go there, but what do you actually learn from your travels, right? you know? And when people go to perform their Umrah, you know, I mean, I don't get me wrong, I've not been judgy for people who bring their phones or whatever, because I bring my phone to the Haram as well when I perform my Umrah, but then must you like always update and yeah, must update. you always constantly be taking photos yes I mean were you like really focusing or on the ibadah or were you like thinking of okay what's next what am I supposed to post next oh like oh should I go here just because like this is a pretty place like I need yes. to take a picture and show everyone I was here yes. or is it because you wanted to be there and you wanted to learn about it or you wanted to you know yeah be and present exactly it doesn't matter if be it travels or be it, um performing your ibadah but also the things that you like say like if you do actually really like reading do you actually like cooking do you actually like performing all the sports activities or are you doing it for, for the sake of yeah a show so i think social media and your phone and whatever gadgets that you have is the biggest biggest distraction yeah yeah you're full like it's blocking you from um like becoming your full potential of what you can be or like doing something uh fully putting full throttle to do something like for example if you're an artist when you draw mm. you know you really like focus and yeah. uh like do you really put your heart and soul to yeah. it yeah but you like know? nowadays I feel like when people do work it's just so distracting like they're constantly thinking like maybe like oh I should check Instagram because like maybe something I don't want to be left out or I don't want to miss anything yeah but really I think the the best question that you have to ask yourself is if you tinggalkan lah the social media maybe like you give some time like for like two or three days do you like really miss out those important things that you so. consider important is it really important to you? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I've tried doing that before. Mm -hmm. uh, like if I'm, okay, especially if I'm with friends or family, I always make it a point to leave my phone in my bag and just not check on it until I'm done, like, you know, mm -hmm. socializing with my friends and family. Yes. Or if I'm on holiday, I make it a point to not check my phone as often as I do, like when I'm at work or yeah. on a daily basis. Yes. And I feel like... Actually, no, I don't need it. And I feel so much happier without it. I guess it's true. But sometimes I think, especially in our line of work, the freelancers, you know, oh, we always... find ourselves hard for us to like put away our phones um, for as long as we want. Because sometimes there's always projects and there's always people, you know. Um, yeah, we're always having to like reply messages, reply yes. emails. And not to mention, we yeah. always have to post on social media yes. because nowadays social media kind of dictates like you know your jobs mm -hmm. and everything mm -hmm. true and, and most of them they expect us to reply promptly 
Oh my god, yes. <laughs> but sometimes you're just like, oh, I don't want to touch my phone, but you have to. Mm-hmm. It's a requirement now. Maybe we should like really put a strong stand to ourselves. Like, um, can you please not message me um, like after 8 p.m.? Yeah, to me, uh, 10 o'clock is my uh, time. Like, mm-hmm. I just be like, okay, 10. Yeah. Anyone who messages, messages me after 10, I will not reply. Until Sorry, tomorrow. until tomorrow morning. Okay. Right. Yeah, I understand that sometimes a lot of us, a lot of us, wants to get the job done as fast as possible. Um, but know that everything has its timing, you know. Yeah, and that's where patience comes in. Yes, that's why patience comes in, and I think because of that, and because of this, we lack the patience, you know. Mm. That's why we can see a generation young not results immediately. Rushed, you know? yes, rush. Everything not dapat um, benda cepat, you know. And senang, easy. Yes, they want to have instant gratification instead of a longer term and which I think is more satisfying in the end but yeah of course because we don't have that patience to wait yeah that's hmm. true how can we overcome this I think uh, it all comes down to practicing um, you know self-discipline setting your foot down to certain things I think everybody needs to like you know make it a point to like uh, I guess it's kind of like sort of like setting goals like you need to like tell yourself okay when I get maybe when I get home mm-hmm. I'm going to take like a few hours off I'm not going to check my phone I'm not going to check my computer and then maybe at a certain time that's when I only reply emails like maybe only at 8pm I'm going to reply all the emails before I go to bed mm-hmm. or you know only in the morning when I wake up I'm going to reply the emails and then yes. after that I'm not going to check my phone until maybe lunchtime or mm-hmm. you know something like that yeah I what totally agree yes I totally agree on that we have to have a sort of discipline uh, to ourselves and we have to stick to it we have yeah. to persevere with whatever that we have set our goals at at the same time uh, I remember this one um, Ustaz that says if you want your life um, to be corrected start correcting your salah yes. you know once you start correcting your salah once you start focusing on your salah mm-hmm. subconsciously it will help you to focus better that makes to sense. focus at things better yeah I was about to mention something uh, along those lines as well I think like when we start to uh, focus in our ibadah and our salah mm-hmm. like I think automatically like we'll start to focus when we do other things as well yes because basically it's like a training you know it's, like, it's just like you driving your car you know once you start you know the you know how to handle mm-hmm. the gear and whatnot. you can easily cruise the car you know yeah it's the same thing you know basically salah is like the top so once you fulfill that it's the core yeah it's the core once you fulfill that no no it's from the bottom right Salah is oh the pyramid yeah, yeah. the pyramid of uh, Maslow of uh, <laughs> <laughs> the pyramid of Maslow needs to bawah tu you need to fill in so once the once that once the, the root is strong yeah then, then the rest just, is just it'll follow senang je yeah uh, so yeah, um, maybe we should start with our salah. How can we be more focused uh, when performing our salah and juga ibadat? Um, I rasa um, easily try to understand all the meanings. As you recite, make sure that when you perform your salah, when you recite, you can listen to what whatever that you're reciting. Yeah. So if you can't even listen to whatever that you are reciting, you are doing not doing it right. So yeah, so listening to whatever that you're reciting is actually crucial to help you focus. Right. You know, when you understand, like, you know, a Hawi, um, 
you know, we, we, we recite our du'as in Arabic. Mm-hmm. And once we, uh, you know, some people, maybe they don't know the meaning. So they just kind of read through. They just memorize and they just read through and get it over with. Mm-hmm. But if we really, really, like, learn the meanings, even, like, the really short surahs, you know, when we, when we listen to ourselves reciting it, I think our focus will start to get better and we'll start to practice like, okay, I really know this. I really understand this. I, I can listen to myself. And uh, eventually I think that will carry on into our daily lives with whatever, mm-hmm. with everything that we do. If I were to um, speak, speak from my experience, the way I learn how to train myself to be more um, focused in my salah is that I make sure that my surroundings where I want to perform my salah is really clean because sometimes when it's really... It's distracting. It's, it really distracts me, you know? it's clean you know my sajada is clean and I like uh, my telekom you know I make sure that everything is beautiful so what because I want to um, I want to go and meet my creator you yes, know at that yes, very moment yes. so I want to make sure that the moment is perfect just as much as maybe we put, should put more emphasis if we want to jump a boyfriend ke nak berkhias cantik-cantik we should do more when we want to meet our creator for our ibadah so yeah. like as much effort as we put into things that we like and love doing we mm-hmm. should do that in our everyday lives yes. especially with our ibadah yes it's like train yourself that you are meeting your creator this is someone really really special and he is the one who actually wants to give you everything so make sure that you this is the one time this is your one very moment that you want to like come and meet him and make sure that he and you really want to make sure that he actually listens to you. What you if know? it's your last day on earth? Yes, yeah. You Always know? treat it like that, you yeah. know? So everything is precious. And I think it's best that you can um, actually put meaning to everything, you know? That's why I kind of like sentimental people. Oh my God, I love. It's not that, like, because I because I understand coming from their sensitive hearts because everything brings about meaning to them. I appreciate sensitive people. Yes, yeah. you know? And yeah, I think we have to start becoming more sensitive and sentimental to our more empathetic yes, yeah. to the people around us and to the things that we bought and we buy you know put more meaning to whatever that you're using uh, to people that you meet put more meaning to it yeah put more meaning because mm-hmm. time is precious and you know there's so much more to life there's so many things that you can do and explore than just exploring your Instagram and I think this is why um, Islam as much as we emphasize on our tawhid, we also emphasize a lot on our adab. Uh, they say if you put more manners and adab to some things, uh, you are even more focused and more present to whatever that you're doing. It is you know? true. Everything ada tertik dan juga aturannya. Yeah. So uh. once you start applying these things, you'll slowly start seeing and you'll start, you'll, you will start understanding that Oh, so this is why we're asked to do these kind of things. Yeah. So, yeah, have more effort to understand why you're doing things rather than just doing it. True. Yeah. I agree. I think that was like a very uh, deep conversation that we're having. I know. From social media <laughs> to Ibada. <laughs> I know, uh, right? Yeah. And we would love to hear from you guys. Yeah. Uh, tell us um, what... How long is your attention spent or like how long do you actually spend with your phones and what is it that you do to try to like drive yourself away mm-hmm. from the toxic um, yes. social media and maybe like uh, to live your lives what do you guys do let us know hashtag hijabi in the city um, so inshallah we'll See you guys. Yeah, and to all those listening out there, don't forget, you can always hit us up on Twitter and Instagram and even Facebook if you find us. And let us know if you have any ideas or suggestions that you'd like to talk about. Assalamualaikum. Yeah,